this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters Friday. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelor Wrap Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? Amy... I'm ready to fight and gaslight. <laughs> this this was the theme. And yeah, you just finished watching it as well. So your take should be very fresh. And I'm assuming you're heated about this. I'm I'm like not well about the all week. Um I've had the misfortune of watching The Bachelor over three nights. Um, I watched <laughs> half of Monday's episode on Monday, then I watched the other half on Tuesday, and then I watched all of Tuesday's nights tonight Mm. and i'm just like not well um i don't deal well with conflict and there was a lot of it right this was very tense um a lot of inappropriate things going on and yeah where where to begin we were talking before we started recording that i don't know that any news has come out in bachelor nation there could be some big story we're missing but really all the talk is about the women tell all clayton's behavior with Susie and just kind of what's happened over these past two nights of the bachelor. So where to start? Shall we cover the women tell all first go sequentially, or is there something that you want to dive into right away? No, I think sequentially is um, a good, good way to go. Uh, The women tell all I think was um, one of the most vitriolic that we've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then people, some people are questioning whether or not, we still have a place for the women tell all episode. What do you think? Yeah, I saw, um, I think Ben and Ashley, I were polling people about this. Like, do we still like the women tell all? And I think it was like 75% did not. Um, not if it's going this direction, I feel like it, like, what is the point of it now? (laughs) Yeah. And and I, and I get that Shanae was a very divisive I don't even know if she was a divisive character. I think everyone's felt pretty similarly towards her. Um, But it's just like it was not a productive conversation when she was involved. Uh, She wasn't willing to take any responsibility for what she was saying. And she was doing a lot of name calling. And the girls were also doing a lot of name calling towards her. Mm -hmm. Um, It was just it was completely unproductive television having having those conversations um including her and not that i felt like we could have a women tell all without her but it's just also i didn't really need to hear more from her at all should they have done the treatment of what they did with thomas where it was like she was in her own um like bubble yeah her own apartment and just sort of had her talking points and then um they couldn't really have 
all the women just attacking her at one point at one time. Not that she, I mean, she was attacking back like with Genevieve and things like that. So, or was it, do we put the blame in some ways on Jesse being this, his first time hosting one of these? It didn't seem like he ever really kind of intervened to stop or kind of geared, like steered things in a different direction at all. Yeah, I, I almost feel like Jesse wasn't willing to what I feel like Caitlin and Tasha were willing to do, which was kind of be like, okay, guys, this is enough. Like, this mm-hmm. is not the way the conversation's going. And actually, like, call it out as that. Um, I ju- it, it felt pointless to even talk to her because she wasn't willing to, like, she wasn't able to take what she saw on the screen and be like, yes, I was being fake. You're right. Like, she was like, no, I'm not fake. No, I'm not a liar. And they're like, it, it was literally on television. Like, we saw mm-hmm. it. It happened. She's like, no, 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 no. You're fake. You're a liar. And it was just, it was, it was a lot of name calling and it was just not fun television. Yeah, this went on for like, what felt like seven hours and it was just like, okay, like, why do we get this for 25 minutes? And then the bloopers for like, not even a full 90 seconds. Right. Yeah. Um I agree. I just we know it's a bachelor in paradise audition so she was maybe coached to like just lean into being a villain. Um but she can't be on that. Can she? <laughs> like please for the love of god. Like it's not even yeah. fun to have people like that. I know. I know. So yeah, it would have been more fun if she kind of stepped it back and then of course then the women would say like well we don't believe any of your apologies anyway but just yeah it wasn't the look but again the women the other women kind of stooped to her level with you know Genevieve saying are you wearing a diaper like tricking her outfit um yeah it just wasn't pleasant um another instance too was with Sarah I didn't feel like that went anywhere either did we learn anything more Do we know who's lying, who isn't? I feel like the way Sarah was kind of reacting to it, it was a little like skirt, skirt the issue. Mm -hmm. So I maybe feel like she was embellishing things in the moment. Mm -hmm. But not necessarily like trying to actively lie. I agree. I think, um, you know, Clayton started hearing things like that. She's a lock for hometowns and that like that he had told her that. Maybe that's how, maybe that's what Sarah felt like, you know, because they were talking about their family. And then when she was retelling it to um, Teddy or Susie or whoever, that it came off a different way or she yeah embellished it. And, and then it seemed like it really caused Clayton to question everyone at that point. And it impacted him going forward with his final six final four um that we learned from his uh one-on-one time in the hot seat let's see i'm trying to think who really stood out it was funny to me because when jesse was introducing the different women and he introduced claire i was like who is claire and then i remember that like they showed this whole clip of her like from she was the big storyline of the first episode and i completely blacked her out um we did talk to cassidy a little bit. How did you think Cassidy came off? I I think she could have gone about it in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was being a little... Uh, hmm. 
I'm trying to even like totally like have clarity and remember what happened. I feel like she could have taken a little more responsibility and been like, yeah, you know what? I should have like cut it off with this guy. Like uh, she was kind of leaning into the like, well, like if I got engaged, then yeah, sure. But like, I don't know if I'm getting engaged, but it's like, I don't know. I feel like to go on the show, like you should kind of break off those relationships. I don't know. Yeah, she was kind of steering it back to, you know, was this um, slut shaming when other women were doing this? Oh, I don't think it. Listen, because I don't. And maybe maybe other people have different opinions, but I don't feel like it was slut shaming because I don't think they were like mad at her for having sex with somebody. I think they were like, you need to cut off any kind of romantic relationship you're having, whether it be casual or like more in depth before going on a show where the goal is to get engaged at the end. I really don't think that I, I feel like. Yeah, I think she the was, issue was like that. She was talking about it while she was there as if like, this is what I plan on, you know, that she really wasn't there for getting engaged. Whereas if yeah. it was like, okay, yeah, she was with this guy up until, and then cut off communication or, you know, it's fine to go back to him afterwards, but not have it as an understanding. Um, yeah yeah and yeah it didn't really seem like any of the women were like you should not be having sex with people it's like people are like i don't care who you f but it's like the way you're going about it when it came to what what you're here for mm -hmm, i don't know mm -hmm. yeah um let's see so shanae does get a hot seat segment and then um it's really like Jesse not doing much. It was just like letting all the other women yell at her from their seats. Yeah, so, I feel like Jesse didn't do a whole lot of hosting in an no. episode that is pretty like a pretty host heavy episode. Yeah, and then it seemed like the only thing that he did differently, which was something that they I'm sure was a planned thing, like, hey Genevieve, come up and sit here. Like, why would that be a good idea to have like a two person yeah. hot seat of people that obviously hate each other? Um, but maybe it was just to get um Shanae to say the line about um, Genevieve hooking up with Aaron Clancy, this accusation out of nowhere. What an insane rumor. That's just like grasping at straws for no reason. Right, right. So I like, really do you, felt do for you Genevieve. Put any credence in that, in that rumor? I believe they, I mean, she admitted they met. I believe that like they had a photograph together and Shanae just ran with it. Um, it sounds like yeah, someone she communicates with because she had DMs of talking to him about Shanae. But I don't, I believe Genevieve by saying like we we haven't kissed or anything. But it's not really like, what would it matter? This was after she was off the show. Yeah, and I also feel like it was ridiculous where she was like, so you're you're saying you are now a part of Bachelor Nation? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be friends with the people who can actually understand the experience I just went through because nobody in my real life can. Yeah, that's so common. Like once people are off the show before it's aired, they kind of reach out like, oh, hey, I was on the show or it's going to be airing like, you know, they want to kind of get to know these people that will like help them along. So, yeah, that was that was crazy. Um, And then what was Shanae saying about Hunter? Like. 
like, oh, they don't have FaceTime video in Paradise, like her filters or something. It was just really I like, get, oh, I guess. Yeah, that she uses a lot of filters on whatever. I don't know. I don't no know. one's sliding into your DMs. Oh, maybe because of your filters or something. It was just well, like, she so was just mean. like she was just grasping at straws and it was unfortunate. Mm hmm. Um, we get a couple other hot seat segments. We have Teddy. Teddy's bachelorette audition. I know. I hadn't really considered her as a bachelorette option, but I would I kind of be here for that because it's not expected from, you know, everyone's kind of saying Susie Gabby, Susie Gabby. <laughs> so I would be here for it as long as we are not getting another like virgin season, mm. because I feel like Teddy approaches the subject of virginity in a way that I very much agree with, mm-hmm. um, which is that like, if you want to engage in lots of intercourse, please feel free. That's not something that I actively did because it's just not what I wanted to do. And that's fine too. Like both right. both ends of the spectrum and anywhere in between is fine as long as every you know, it's participating in consensual adults, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I just don't want like a like I'm a virgin. I am looking for the person to lose my virginity to. Like I don't like want another season, season like over that. Again, yeah, it's just I can't focus. do that. Like I just right. I don't I don't always feel like we have to look at sex as like such a big deal and especially when like Teddy's attitude towards it is very much like I no longer feel like I have to wait till I'm married but I still want to be with somebody I care very much about right like I'm not tied to a decision I made when I was 12 influenced by my mom you know like Mm -hmm. so yeah what did you think of the revelation that Clayton's brother slid into her DMs I thought that was very interesting now I'm I'm wondering what you think. Um, did you see Clayton's tweet? No. Okay. Let me pull it up. Because I'm like, Here. is this like a um, Hannah Brown's brother and <laughs> Haley Stevens situation? Like, what's going on with this family? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this is the tweet I saw. And now I see that there was an update. So that's interesting. Okay. Um, so Clayton tweeted, both of my brothers vehemently deny sliding into the DMs. So Teddy, please give me, give the people, including me, what they want and release the DMs. Like crying, <laughs> laughing, crying, laughing. Um, so that made me feel like, oh, like he's like he trying to know call her out. Yeah. Um, and then he said, or call out his but, brother. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. See, I took it a little negative because yeah. I was like, oh, he's calling her like Teddy out. No, he said, let me clarify here. I 1000% believe Teddy. There's absolutely no way she made this up at all. Yeah. And I don't know that someone would be catfishing as a brother. You know, I don't think they have like that status. So, well, and it seemed like she didn't even like, she didn't, she didn't bring reply. it up. It's not right. like she was like, oh, like, yeah, he slid into my DMs. No, the producers it's, knew and they're like, oh, yeah. I heard so-and-so. I was thinking yeah. it was going to be this big celebrity. I was like waiting to hear who it was. Um, but that was, yeah, that was interesting. They could always cast the brothers on the season if she is the bachelor. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't need it. Like Teddy, we don't need any more Eckerd in the in this franchise. No. Uh, we also get a Serene segment. Uh, I don't know that I have much to say about that. I didn't think anything really stood out to me from that. Just that she's, I don't think so either, honestly. I guess what stood out to me was afterward in Clayton's segment when he mentions that um, Serene asking him, like, was it because of what I said? Was it because of, like, 
saying, I love you. And that really shook him. And he made him really feel terrible that she felt that way, that he would eliminate her because of that. And that he didn't want any other women going forward to question where they stood with him. So, mm-hmm. But I don't think we can blame Serene at all for <laughs> what transpires in the next mm-hmm. episode. Um, what was interesting during Clayton's hot seat segment was I felt like we could see like he was I don't know visibly like not depressed but like downtrodden like just very subdued like didn't yeah. seem like highly energized just like didn't want to be there um it makes more sense like knowing what happened in the next episode like he was kind of anticipating yeah well and it makes sense like the women's reaction to him too because mm-hmm. i feel like and so often in these seasons like we see you know either the women or the men being like hey we still have a lot of respect for you yeah. even though things didn't work out towards us that was not the case no. here we just had like one woman who was like hey like hey, if you're still if you're single give me She's a call maybe not on the text chain not, knowing, yeah. not in the loop of what goes down because kira like cut your losses what did you think about that well at the time i'm thinking hey that's you know a unique move for like a a bip audition or you know like hey if you are single like i'm gonna take this route because i got more attracted to you watching the show but uh i hope that she's not more attracted to him after watching last night's episode <laughs> but it's i haven't seen that before right so that is kind I of i like the shoot your shot move. yeah in a vacuum i like the shoot your shot mm-hmm. totally but yeah otherwise we get all of them just telling him off like a lot of it was more geared toward the shanae thing but it does make sense that it was influenced by other things they know that they can't talk about and then sierra kind of straight up says like well, I know some things that go down. Like, I kind of know what happens. And, like, how could you do that to these women? How could you hurt people like that? And then Teddy says, I hope you're okay based on what I know. So what are you thinking, putting yourself back, watching that part of the episode, not knowing what's ahead? What are you thinking is going to be happening? That's starting to, it would, it made me think that he doesn't end up with anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought. Like the Teddy saying, I hope you're okay. Yeah, it makes it seem like he's the one that's getting hurt. People are leaving him. Um, but then Sierra's comment, I'm like, oh, he does it to himself kind of thing. And that's kind of what we see play out, at least so far um, with the first three fantasy suites. Um, we also get the bloopers. But Clayton introduces some Jesse Palmer sort of bloopery clips first. Did you like that twist? hilarious i loved it it was fantastic yeah same because they really have like hidden these clips they didn't show any of these kind of introducing him so it was nice that they would bring that up and kind of show like okay he's he went through this too and like he made some mistakes like he made some mistakes (laughs) right uh as far as the other bloopers nothing that was too like Nothing that was too memorable, I don't think. No, a lot of bugs per usual. Um, I think God, Gabby just seems like such a great hang. Am I right? Like yeah. her like spritzing the bug spray and then like walking into it all funny. Like I love that. Big fan. Yeah. And the spelunkling. Hilarious. And then um the one blooper that they showed at the end with the armadillo was pretty funny with everybody like not identifying an armadillo. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, have you encountered an armadillo in the wild? Never. No, I don't think they I don't think they really exist in my my area of the world. No, I don't think I have even in travels. So I don't even but know if I've seen one at a zoo. <laughs> I think I'd be able to identify it at least. Oh, definitely. You'd be like armadillo, hundo. Yeah. What do they call it? An opossum? I think they said muskrat. <laughs> and then they all just decided to call it Shanae. So, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really stood out. Who do you think was kind of the MVP of they really improved how we saw them? Um, and then who do you think was like the loser in terms of didn't help their case? Um, I don't I don't really know if anyone improved on my initial impression of them. I think that probably Teddy and Serene had the best showing, but I already had like a pretty right. high um, view of them. Um, I would say Sierra probably got like a, a lot more um, screen time than we probably maybe would have expected. Yeah. I think she was making some good points. She looked amazing uh, across the board. Yeah, she had a great dress. I liked Marlena as well. She kind of was more, um, not taking Clayton's side, but just saying like, you know, I don't know how I would react if I was in like dating 30 people. And, you know, so I'm not here to judge kind of thing. But again, I don't think they haven't seen what's aired, just kind of what they hear. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, I was kind of surprised we didn't see a lot from Elizabeth, who was sort of on the other side of a lot of... Shanae's, you know, targeting. Yeah. Kind of told her off a little bit, but. Nor did we really hear Clayton like have a direct apology towards her either. That's true. Yeah. It was more just, yeah, I should have um, recognized it more with Shanae earlier on. But again, I think he was really encouraged to keep her longer too. Yeah. And I don't think he can directly say that. So. Um, yeah, let me see if we have any questions specific to Women Tell All before we jump in. Yes, we do have one from George. Uh, he says, based just on seeing the Monday night episode, who stood out as your Bachelorette lead frontrunner from the Women Tell All cast? So are we thinking Teddy? I, I really love Teddy. I, I, I thought Teddy was great. And I also thought she had a very like Bachelorette segment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like it never like we very much like went into like how she feels. We had this big, long, like super kind oh, of their right. relationship which no crying. one else got yeah, yeah she was like i haven't seen that back just watching it all play out yeah that's true she was wearing the bachelor black dress that we we saw we see often mm. little fashion prediction yeah um and then george says and here's a spur of the moment bonus question will the bachelorette lead come from the final three women the women tell all women or someone else this I'm so torn I'm so torn because I feel like after you know I I didn't my naivete I didn't think of one of the situations in the fantasy suite episode what do you mean Uh, well some people have been saying well Susie didn't want to be with Clayton she like wanted an excuse to get out so she could be Mm. the bachelorette right which was kind of the Maddie criticism, right? Yeah, and that's not really something I like considered or thought about. Um, and I does as that much play as into her favor or not? Like with the producers, would they see through that, or they don't care? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like she's like a good 
typical pick for a bachelorette. And as much as I love Gabby, I don't think that they're going to go for somebody quite as silly. Like, although they had Caitlin before and I feel like she'd be like a pretty good uh, comparable to Caitlin. Yeah. And I, I think, think Rachel would... would be great too. I think they have uh-huh. three great women in that, in, in that, but I think Teddy would be, would be a fun lead. Yeah. I think so too. It also just makes me sad. Um, that Teddy's like what twenty three, and she's <laughs> and she's saying like, you know, I just I hope that there's a chance for me to find love, <laughs> right, right? Babe, you are so young and you are so hot and you are so cool. Like you'll be fine. You don't need this show, right? Exactly. I just and I, I just wish that uh, just women in general would be able to like understand that love isn't just like romantic love and there Mm -hmm. can be love and like you know friendship love and familial love and I you know she was explaining that like she had some family issues and it wasn't easy so that I get but it just you know we always need validation from romantic love and just because you don't have a partner doesn't mean that there's mm-hmm. no love in your life like I just I know I know I wasted so many of like my younger years thinking that as well <laughs> yeah. um so if you had to pick are you thinking it's the final three women or someone from someone like a teddy give me tell. women tell all there's Ooh. just more women <laughs> there's yeah. just like okay. a better odds and again I don't know how betting works so like I guess the three women probably the three final three women even though there's less of them they probably have better odds mm-hmm. i don't know but recently you know a lot of women have not come from the final three but i'll yeah. go with final three just because it seems like it's going to be a unique um ending maybe none of them looking like none of them will be with him so they have those yeah. three options and maybe whoever the audience is really gravitating towards who they feel like yeah is the most yeah. heartbroken or they most relate to or something yeah, that's a good call because I feel like we have not heard even just a tiny bit of chatter of who's being considered at all. No, no. Which is really different. No, I just heard a lot of like, it has to be Susie. This was kind of before um, we see what happens just because she seems so bachelorette-like. But I could see it kind of, you know, if the other, none of, neither of the other two are with him, I think they will give her a run for her money. All right. Um, and then Justin Feinberg has a question. Why did Shanae make up a rumor that Genevieve hooked up with Aaron from Katie's season when the more obvious mark for Aaron would have been Sierra? Also, whether or not Genevieve and Aaron did the deed, doesn't everyone get off the show and prep for paradise and or get over the lead, dumping them by doing sexy time activities with other single members of Bachelor Nation? Isn't that just a known fact that we accept about this French franchise? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like she was just honestly just throwing something at the wall because she saw a picture of them and was just like, well, I'm just going to say this to make her look bad. I also mm-hmm. don't think Genevieve liked Clayton that much. Like, and that's mm-hmm. fine. And that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I heard Sierra in an interview. Um, this was on Ben and Ashley Eyes podcast where she talked about that, you know, they were all thinking She's like, well, I didn't know, you know, I thought it was going to be somebody else. And then they kind of were like, well, who did you think it was going to be? You know, obviously no one knew who Clayton was, but they were thinking it was going to be Andrew, Greg or Michael A. Mm, mm. And so she's like, I think we are cast for Greg. Um, Well, yeah. Wasn't that the rumor that that people that Greg was cast and that but then people kept dropping out as soon as they heard it was him. 
Right. And so those must have been the people that stuck around and wanted Greg. Or I'd also heard that Andrew was like in talks or that I heard that from Clay on the podcast. That's his cousin. So, mm. um, yeah, but I think they were all thinking, obviously, somebody from Katie's season would have been yeah, in the running. And then um, they kind of questioned her, well, so why did you stick around if you were just showing a picture and you didn't know? Because Sierra kind of said, well, at that point, it was like, I've already bought my 15 dresses. I, I'm going to do it. Um, but she said, you might like, as well. Yeah, like, you don't know. You don't like, know. It could be your person. You just, yeah, you don't know. Right. She was like, well, he was good looking and from the photo. And I, yeah, I didn't know. And once I was there, I wasn't really feeling it, but um, I wanted to give it a shot kind of thing. So I think that's different than wrong reasons, you know? Yeah. I think, you know, exploring it, I don't know. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's totally fine. That's mm-hmm. dating, right? That's just yeah. dating in general. <laughs> yeah. Go in with an open mind. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So this second part, which you just finished watching... This was not where I was expecting it to go. Very hard to watch. Um, But let's talk about it. Should we start with the more pleasant dates starting out? No, you know what I want to start with? What I felt like was the most egregious part of the episode, which was that they tried to convince us (laughs) that Keflavik Airport was LAX. Oh, really? That's not LAX. They showed him like departing from... (laughs) Keflavik. That's so funny. I, I thought you were going to say that they're trying to convince us that he had a private Iceland air flight. <laughs> I mean, that, that, I don't know. But they were trying to be like, this dude's leaving from LAX. <laughs> Did that weather look like LAX? Right. No. Did, Did the I lack see of it? crowds look like LAX? <laughs> Did I see the California pizza kitchen that I often eat at when I visit LAX airport? I did not. And I have literally been in that gate. Like, that is Keflavik. I know that's Keflavik. And like, I I told Ethan, I was like, oh, come here. And he was like, oh, like, that that could be LAX. And then they showed like the gate he was walking to. I was like, no. He was like, no, we walked through that gate. I'm like, I know. (laughs) So no, that, no, no, no. He did not. No, no, no. They did not show him departing from LAX. That was Keflavik. So don't, yeah. don't try and trick me 
bachelor. Well, and we rarely, I don't know when we've ever seen an actual airline being shown. So they must have gotten some kind of like a charter of Iceland air, but obviously Clayton wouldn't be by himself. He'd be with all the crew and everybody. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So they got their little Mm -hmm. plug, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we are in Iceland. However, they managed to get there. So were you excited (laughs) to see Iceland? Did you stay at that Hilton before? I did not, but um, I don't remember if I have told you, Amy, but uh, Ethan and I ended up booking our honeymoon. Mm -hmm. Um, And on our way home, we are doing a layover in Iceland so that we are able to visit the Blue Lagoon again. Basically, that's the reason we are going. Right. Um, And Sky Lagoon, actually, which was uh, showcased in this episode. Oh, have you Um, been there before? I've been to Iceland before. Sky Lagoon? Not Sky Lagoon. That's pretty. It's I think it's pretty new within the last year. Okay, but you'll be making a stop this time. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were planning on it anyway, oh. and it was great actually because there's a couple different packages listed on the website. <laughs> Are so you going to do that freezing cold thing? <laughs> I no, would, no, I no, 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 we're not. <laughs> okay, because we were like trying to pick between the packages, and I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a cheapo depot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, let's just do the cheapest package. It just includes like the thermal bath. Like, and yeah. Ethan was like, so you don't want to do like the seven steps package, but like a hundred kroner more. And I was like, no. Torture package. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we watched this episode and we're like, we are making the right choice yeah. <laughs> by not doing this package. Right. There's a lake that I go to quite a bit. And every day this winter that I've been there, there are people that are going in the frozen lake in their swimsuits. It's like a thing that people are doing these days. Yeah. People do the polar dirt bear dip in Lake Erie all the time here. Yeah, like a it's regular. like a daily. Yeah, it used to yeah. be like a one time. Like this is for charity, a one time yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it's like a, it's like a Wim Hof or something. Yeah, it's like a new yeah. trend. <laughs> it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm, I'm glad that it's great for your health and. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. um, I went to a, I went to a Nordic spa um, a couple last year, not last year, the year before, um, and um, you know, it was like outside of Toronto or whatever, mm-hmm. and so like it has those different like cold baths and like the hot baths, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I like misread the sign. I thought you were supposed to stay in the cold bath for like five minutes. So Ethan and I were trying to sit in the cold bath for five minutes, and then later when we we're leaving, I reread the sign and it said like be in the cold bath for no more than thirty seconds. Oh my god! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I was like, mm, my bad. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, painful. Yeah, not great. Yeah, but do you believe that it sounds like with your testimonial of you and Ethan going back there, it is the perfect place to fall in love or stay in love? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I like, I just like, I like warm. I like just, I like swimming. I like being in like water. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I love a face mask. I love a bar. I have a sw- I love a swim up bar. Yeah. Have you ever been to any like hot springs in the U.S.? I have not. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably like that too. Any to recommend? Any I should add to my list? No, I don't. I think probably it's like the hot springs, Arkansas. Probably is like the place. I think there's like a state park or national park. What? Yeah. I was not what I was expecting you to say. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, oh, like, Wyoming, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm sure there are others, but that would be where I'd feel like there's a concentration of them, but... Huh. Yeah. I did not realize Arkansas had hot springs. Yeah. What? 
what a what a learning opportunity for me. <laughs> this is great. Oh, they do meetings and conventions. Okay, hear me out, Rob, who's not listening to this. Next, it's a good halfway point, right? Yeah, next KIA live. We're doing it <laughs> in a hot spring. At this hot spring. This sounds like, okay, this sounds like a great time. <laughs> at least, at the very least, we're nap. Like, it's probably not that far from Omaha, right? <laughs> like, no, I don't think so. They have a Chili's. What? Oh, they have a Chili's in the city of Hot Springs. Okay, so. yeah. Okay, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> All right, get your free vacation guide. Do you think they'll mail it to me? Oh, I love it. Oh, yes. I'm, okay, I'm, oh, I'm getting mailed. A, I'm getting mailed a guide. Give me one second. I want a guide. <laughs> well i'll tell you what stood out to me um in the okay, well i'm well you're I'm submitting your address like, yeah. hot, hot springs arkansas <laughs> uh any listeners that are from arkansas please reach out yeah, please like, please fill me in on this i'd love a hot spring um we hear clayton say well i wonder if it's gonna let me because i'm canadian oh uh, he says, I might be falling in love with all three of these women. And then we hear him say, I might already be in love with Susie. That was news to me. Like, he's yeah. already in love with Susie that is set, set up at the beginning of the episode. Whereas I thought Rachel was kind of in the lead this whole time based on how they interacted together, their chemistry. So all of a sudden, it, we're set up as if Susie is like who he's most in love with, which what he, is what he says later in this episode. And and then we also kind of get set up at the same time. Susie's doubts creeping in. All three women are in their little. I don't think they're staying in this. They were at a Hilton. So I think they had their own rooms, but they were forced to like gather together. Oh, in this okay. Room. Interesting. I thought they just had like a honey, like a suite Maybe. and they all had like separate rooms, but I don't know. It looked yeah. like they like came in a door and then left that door and yeah maybe it's kind of a small space, but like you have to meet here in the morning and <laughs> to get the date mm-hmm. card. So uh, Susie does not get that first date card. Jesse brings it out. It says it's for Rachel. Rachel, let's see how deep our love can go. And this is when we hear Susie start thinking about like, well, I don't know what's going to happen in other other suites and on these dates, these overnights. And I'm I wouldn't be okay with um, if he was intimate with other women. You know, I wouldn't be okay with moving forward. And she just seems like this is the first time she kind of has this realization like didn't bother her at hometowns she didn't bring it up but now um she is it's like all she can think about yeah and i i can kind of understand why it's all she can think about because it's like you have nothing else to do but think about it Mm -hmm. um i will say that if this was that important to you Mm-hmm. That it's something that should be communicated beforehand. Now, yes. in a normal dating situation, probably doesn't need to be communicated quite as much. Like, I mean, unless <laughs> yeah. uh, it's kind of an exclusivity it, conversation. Yes, and um, you know, you have those conversations. Yeah, you have. But in The Bachelor, it's it would be hard for me to go on and think that that wouldn't be a possibility and think that just because he is engaging in physical intimacy with others doesn't mean he doesn't want to pick me in the end um Mm -hmm. but i also feel yeah i feel like if if that it it kind of felt like she came onto the show knowing that was a boundary for her 
Right. And then that this isn't the right show for you. And wanted him to sort of just know that like that would be it was like her, it was her test kind of like that he yeah. would know that and right so I was trying to think back to what happened on Peter's season with Maddie and Maddie did communicate it before like right before she didn't communicate it like she communicated the last possible time like right after she was selected to move forward to week three mm-hmm. but she did communicate it beforehand and you know he chose to you know, still sleep with someone else, but he had the knowledge at least of what could be impacted. Yeah. And so do you think it didn't occur to Susie because she thought she was number one or do you think it just like, just didn't occur to her? Um, I think she, I think it occurred to her because it sounds like they had that conversation of like, I want maybe not as clearly as Gabby saying like, yeah, I want you to explore these other things. Like she said that to him again on their fantasy suite date, but it sounds like they did have some sort of conversation about it. And and she said something, but it, it seemed like she had, you know, that feeling of like, well, but he won't do it if he feels this way about me. Like he's going to read her mind kind of thing. Yeah, and and as somebody who's been in a relationship for a long time, that just doesn't work. No. <laughs> you can't just expect people to read your mind. Yeah. Even about the small things. Never mind like the pillar things for you in a relationship. Yeah. Like that has to be explicitly communicated. And if they have differing opinions on the matter, well then you know, you can be like, Okay, well, like then let's just not move forward. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that conversation should have been had yeah and it wasn't um i think she also yeah she could have said both things like she could have said you know if you're feeling compelled to explore with other women i don't want to hold you back from that but that would probably tell me that i'm it's not i'm not the one you know and just let me know yeah i think that's i think that's perfect now neither of them i feel like got an a plus in their communications no. <laughs> um, class in university um because then i feel like clayton also didn't react well to the situation um i i think looking back at it now it sh- the the response almost should have been like okay i am sorry you feel that way why don't we now that you have that information why don't we take the night to ourselves mm-hmm. and think about it and come back together we'll right. have breakfast and discuss with cooler heads how like if this is now a deal breaker because she she was living in like like schrodinger's dick basically like she didn't know if it had gone in or out um and then and now that she like the box has been open she knows yeah i think then she needs to think about it and 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 revisit the impact of it now i also don't feel like it's fair of clayton to say but i love you the most yeah well then if you love her the most then the other girls yeah the other girls that it makes it so much worse worse. yeah yeah the other girls should not be in the picture if you know that it's her yeah because then it just seems like oh you're you know you're gonna choose her but you just wanted to like so your oats yeah just have this last chance and you shouldn't be i don't think you should be expressing to all three women that he's in love with them. I don't think that's fair to the other girls. And because right. that was the and, other and that issue I, she had was 
it wasn't just like if you sleep with anyone else, but are you expressing feelings of love towards anyone else? Yeah. So that, yeah, that does happen. And it seems like it's more encouraged now um, by producers. Like they like that when they have those clips of I love you, I love you to different people. But yeah, early in the episode, I was at first just like really thinking like, Susie, why didn't you communicate this earlier? But then by the end, I'm like, okay, Clayton's totally in the wrong. Like, regardless, like this is Mm -hmm. not the way to react Mm -hmm. Um, and to try to turn it back on her. But it seemed like earlier on throughout, as she saw um, Rachel and Gabby get the dates, it was like, she was trying to speak positively. She's like, I'm spitting out about this, but you know, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm going to try to like stay positive. I don't know what's happened. So she's going into her date. Like, yeah i'm thinking negatively but hoping for the best sort of thing (laughs) you know what and i don't know if this is the right move nor do i know if the other girls would tell me i would ask (laughs) that would be a great moment like they i'm sorry i would ask and like i would be like i I, want to see that (laughs) yeah i'd be like i'm i'm not mad at you i just have to know for myself did you sleep with him and like if you're not comfortable telling me that but like i I mean i'm not asking that somebody i haven't had like a good friendship with i'm like like we're we're talking as girlfriends right now did you sleep with them and like you and you can't be mad at them yeah right right i don't i don't know and maybe i just like i just they can choose not to answer yeah they can absolutely choose not to answer but I think I would ask if I was at a, like, if I was at a, I'm like, was that Susie's attempt? She's like, she's like, Oh, Gabby, I see bedhead. She's like, yeah. (sighs) Yeah. I loved how Gabby was like, yeah, it was in a yurt and it was just this huge bed. (laughs) Nothing else in there. Yeah. I'm always, I'm always leaning. I'm surprised if he tells me like, Oh no, we didn't actually sleep together. I would ask him. I'd be like, Hey, like do you, do you sleep with that I'd be, yeah. like, I'd be like oh my god he's like what the like they're so hot like totally like oh my god yeah like I just, <laughs> and maybe it would be different if I was in that situation but I feel like I just going into the bachelor having the expectation knowing the way the show works like I just can't yeah lean into the awkwardness because they're forcing you to all three sit there <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like, was it good you know what I mean like right. I don't know yeah, maybe that's too crass to ask but like i feel i feel like if i'm close to these people i'm asking i'm just <laughs> asking i'm a nosy little bitch i can't help it so of these three dates would you have wanted the sky lagoon is that the best date to get yes i i even do if you have to go, go third to even if you're third like Susie. what do i care yeah <laughs> Yeah, so we get uh, Rachel. I'm not there to fall in love, Amy. I am there for the vacation. Passport stamps. I don't want to ride a dune buggy. I don't no, want to go on a volcano. That was worse. I, want, I want to lounge in a hot bath and then eat dinner in mm-hmm. a pretty dress. That's what I want. That's all I've ever wanted in my life. Yeah, I love Gabby's being like, I thought maybe a cruise with some champagne and strawberries. So they did manage to get champagne and strawberries in there. And she picked up on that in the yard, but not on the dune buggy. She just makes me laugh. I, I just adore her. Yeah, she could definitely carry a season. So I hope that she's she's on the list and high up there. Yeah. Uh, so Rachel's the deep how, how deep our love can go has to do with going inside a volcano. They take a helicopter ride. They're making out on a helicopter. The pilot is like, hey, there's an active volcano down there. I might want to check it out. And then they go inside 
an obviously inactive volcano and just kind of hang out there for a while. And the big thing on Rachel's mind, it really threw her um, that she was called last in the pastor ceremony before Serena was home. Yeah. And so she had said, like, I thought it was me going home. And now it's like, you know, when you're like, something just causes you to be anxious that you weren't expecting. And I could see like her just like, Oh, I didn't consider that I was going home. Now that's all I can think about was I thought I was going home then. And now it just changed my whole reality. So um, she talks about that and it was a really good lead in for Clayton to say his feelings. Cause it was like, he was determined to profess his feelings to all three of these women. And it was almost as though he had a formula for it Mm -hmm. Uh, when they're at dinner sitting there and he kind of would be, a little subdued, like, oh, so that made me think about my feelings towards you. And what I can say is I'm in love with you, too. You know, like making it this misdirect that it was he was going to say something negative. Um, but he does. Um, I think at this point he says falling in love. But then after <laughs> their fantasy suite, he shouts back, I love you, too, Rachel, back to her. So, um uh do have obviously they do hook up in the fantasy suite seems to go well they're cooking breakfast the next morning and that was all rachel was waiting on was just hearing that she they were on the same page so at this point i'm still thinking rachel is his top choice well yeah like i thought for so long that rachel was his top choice yeah but then I guess we see him yelling and shouting to everyone also, to Gabby as well, after their fantasy suite. So maybe that's just his move. Um, but he says, I love you to Rachel and to Gabby says, I'm falling in love. So, yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, let's see. Other than that, nothing like it was just like a really solid first fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. Gabby's was, as mentioned, a dune buggy date. So she kind of meets him. I think it was, was it black sand? To me, it just looked yeah. like mud, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, black sand. Yeah. And so they go dune buggy riding, and then they're in a little cafe where I noticed there's actually other people around. <laughs> So it was like a legitimate cafe with other patrons. Yeah, I thought maybe it was like the same restaurant that Rachel had gone to just like during the day, but maybe not. Oh, yeah, maybe. Um, And this is where she really tells him like she wants him to explore all options. And she's, you know, like that would mean a lot to be chosen at the end. Um, So that's really the attitude I think you have to have. And Mm -hmm. if that's not an attitude you can have, then it's not the show for you or you don't want to make it that far. Yeah. So. And I noticed um, Caitlin Bristow also posted a clip of herself on Chris Soul's season. Um, I didn't remember this part, but she was on the um, Jimmy Kimmel date and he had asked her, well, what if, you know, you're in the top three and then you find out that he's made sweet sweet love to the other two women would you be mad and she was like no i can't be it's like this is what it is like (laughs) you have to expect that she was kind of commenting as she was watching the episode and then she got to the end of the episode she's like oh i spoke too soon didn't i (laughs) it's kind of that um the trajectory we all went on where we're like Susie, what are you doing and then like clayton what the f are you doing so um and gabby 
which we don't usually see after they they have their yurt experience you know she's directly saying like it didn't feel like the first time with someone new it felt like the comfortability of home so did you like that she was upfront about what happened and like the way she spoke about it rather than just sort of like, mm, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Like, I, yeah, I, it, I'm over the coyness of it. It's like, tell me or don't tell me. I don't care. Yeah. Just tell me. I noticed they, the cameraman made a point of zooming in on like shoes thrown about like, <laughs> before like the next morning. Like, they oh, always do the weirdest shots everywhere. Like yeah. That. Yep. So that's when he, he leaves and, He's like, oh, wait a minute, Gabby. I am falling in love. Like that clip that we've seen. And it feels so good. So that's awkward. I don't know that I would like those professions of love that way. But No, I wouldn't like them, nor do I think it's appropriate in this situation. Right. <laughs> it's, I guess it's weird me being like, yeah, it's totally appropriate to sleep with three women. But it, like, but I'm like, it's not appropriate to say, like, say I love you with three women. I don't know. It's just like when you're actually, I don't know. I feel like. I feel it's, like based on that, yeah. all of them thought they were the one, right? right? Right. That's the tough part, I think, for me. I'm trying to picture like the conversations with producers behind the scenes because they really got him to go from like not saying anything to anyone, like not giving them any validation back to just like, I love you. I'm falling in love with you. And like, are they telling him, well, you know, you shouted something to Rachel, so you might want to say something to Gabby because they yeah. want those like promo clips too, you know? So mm-hmm. he's just doing whatever they, they doing their bidding is what I picture. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, so before Susie's date, she says she's in a dark place and she just wants to get to the bottom of everything. So already at that point, I'm like, she's not going into this with that. wanting it almost like I feel like she's checked herself out. Yeah, talked it's herself funny. out Emily, of it already. A friend of the podcast, Emily sure texted me earlier. Let me I think she'd be fine if I need a colon expert. <laughs> yeah, uh, she said Susie was 100 percent going to dump him during the dinner corner portion and was pretty set on her decision I think like it wasn't spur of the moment she was prepared I wonder how much producers mm. tipped her off yeah I could see that too because I did notice as soon as he like said his feelings she did not have that like beaming like glint in her eye like her face didn't light up like the other two women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if she was looking for that reassurance and coming in like that might 
tell her, oh, he probably did sleep with, like, she might interpret that as, oh, he probably didn't sleep with other two women. This is what I've been waiting on. That's the reassurance I wanted. And instead it was that the, oh, I appreciate you telling me that I wasn't expecting it move, which is usually like when you are going to dump someone, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, so that, yeah, I definitely could see that. Um, And even if they weren't tipping her off, it's like if they were casting all that doubt, I, I think she also said something like, I'm sad because I feel like it's ending. She had a quote like that. Um, so she was already like predicting the end of it. Um, which, you know, if you do want to be chosen as the next lead, like that is a good spot to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 So, but we hear um, Clayton say that he's going to tell Susie that he's in love with her. This is, he sees it as the most important night of this whole journey, which is really interesting after him having two really great dates from what we saw, you know? So I have, I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) I mean, it's totally his prerogative to sleep with other two, but it's like, if he was so sure, usually I see it as like, Oh, they don't really know. And this is like how they, they're making their decisions, like a factor in their decision. If they have chemistry, if they can be intimate and for sure, learn more. And Ethan mentioned it to me, and I think he had a good point, which was that Clayton seems like the type of guy that whatever is in front of him is what he wants in that moment. So, like, when he was with Rachel, like, that's who he's going to pick. When he's with Gabby, that's who he's going to pick. Well, he just had this great day with Susie. Like, now she's the number one. Right. And I did, um, I wanted to hear, I didn't get a lot of insight, but I did listen to Clayton on a podcast today it was an Ashley I podcast and um he said something like it wasn't until after his date with Gabby because they were like are you like why do you do you say I love you to both of them and like did you think about the repercussions because Ben was saying you know like I did that too so I'm not like I'm in no place to judge but I regret it um and he's like Clayton said something like he didn't it didn't really dawn on him until after that second date that he was going to hurt somebody you know like it was just sort of like yeah what's in front of him he's excited about it he's in the moment and he also said something like that he had bought into the premise like he had accepted like this is this is not something you can do in the real world but this is what you do on the show kind of thing like you are allowed to date multiple people and be with multiple people and that's your process of finding your person so it was sort of like he fully bought into it and thought that everyone was on the same page with that so that's why he was so shocked by Susie because he just thought everyone was in the same world as him and he wasn't really thinking that real world applied like he was just like in his own personal fantasy land basically is how I interpreted it but also I think he totally bought fully whatever the producers were telling him like oh this is just what you do (laughs) yeah yeah and then I think Susie needs to have like then Susie needs to have that conversation with him right like I don't know I feel like all of them need to have conversations right. about what their expectations in a relationship are mm-hmm. before we even mm-hmm. get to fantasy suit dates. Like I know it's always hyped up as like this is the opportunity to really talk about everything. It's like no, right. on the first date, I am asking you like, what does your life look like? What does our life look like together? What are your goals? Do you expect me to stay at home? Do you want kids? Do you expect mm-hmm. me to stay at home with those kids? 
Are, would you be willing to move for a job? What are your politics? What is your religion? How does that impact what we're doing? And like, if we have differing views on that, like you watch Love is Blind, right? Yeah. Or like Shana and Kyle, <laughs> it, like if we have differing views on religion, is that is that a deal breaker for you? What are some other deal breakers? Like I'm asking all that on that first damn date. I am sorry. Like yeah. if we're spending eight, eight hours together, like, I don't know. I'm asking a lot of questions. Yeah, you're making me think, I wonder if this is part of why they've gotten rid of some of the like more alone time that the contestants get, because I remember on hometowns, they used to like have the hometown and then like have an evening after that in the hometown, like not an overnight, but like they would have more of an evening portion of the date. Whereas now it seems like, Oh, they do like a daytime fun activity. They're not getting into like serious conversations. Then they meet the family and then they say goodbye. And Whereas you might like meet the family and then like, oh, like that brought up a question. Like, is this like, how active are you in your religion or some things that they might not mm-hmm. have thought of that would come up or, you know, like, um, do you agree with your parents' political views or something? Or yeah. What like, are you do thinking you get along with your suites? parents? Yeah. yeah. Like, what are your views on like intercourse in general? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Cause they do a lot of like talking before the hometowns like what are your expectations like do you think you're ready to bring someone home so they should be talking about would you be ready to like the fantasy suite like how do you view that situation yeah and maybe it's because i just recently watched love is blind but i am love is blinding it like i am like here's my list of questions i have a notebook i'm writing them all down (laughs) yes yeah i know i'm sad there's not more love is blind to watch right now but I had a great time watching that, that season. One. So if you anyone out there listening that hasn't tuned in yet, that's a good binge. I really enjoyed it. I cried a lot. I, I was very satisfied with the season. It seemed like a lot of people weren't, but I very much was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think people that shouldn't be together weren't together in the yeah. end. So uh, let's see. And I, bl- I believed in Nick and Danielle the entire way. I'm sorry. Really? I, I believed it. I believed in them. Okay. Maybe I just saw like a lot of myself and Danielle. And then so when people are like, she doesn't just like, she can't be with somebody. I'm like, why? Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) Yeah, I think they were selective towards the end of what they were showing about them. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, So when Clayton reveals his feelings, obviously he doesn't get the um, reaction he thought. Um, Susie says, I adore you. I appreciate you telling me I adore you but there are things I can't compromise. And then she kind of goes into her questions. Um, do you have those feelings of love with anyone else or have you slept with another woman? She was very direct and Clayton, you know, very stammers a lot. Like, um, and says he's shocked that she didn't say, or that she did say that he, she wanted him to explore. Um, that should have been another conversation. What does me exploring right. other relationships look like to you? Right. And then that, that's a perfect moment to have that conversation. And maybe Clayton didn't ex- like didn't think to ask that question mm-hmm. because he, th- he heard thought it was yeah yeah that they all he, had the same. he assumed the meaning of that based on what show they were on. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. And what did you think of him saying, I have slept with someone else here and I have expressed feelings of falling in love. And then we don't find out until a little while later when he's more heated. Okay, it was two. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, that would be a tough go for me. The two. The, the two. Or, and like, just yeah. that he wasn't upfront with it from the beginning. Yeah. 
that would be the tougher part for me is like the kind of trying to get around it. Mm-hmm. Like I want you to be direct. Like I, I want the directness. I want you to say yes. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So I had heard Clayton make statements before in interviews that once people see what happens, because people were asking like, why would you say I was intimate with both of you? Why would you tell that to the women from, you know, because the preview we were shown from early on and his defense was like, you have to wait and see what happens. And that would, then you'll understand my reasoning. So now that we've seen this with Susie, does it make sense to you that he would, would bring it up at a rose ceremony as it appears? I'm, hmm. I still think it's a little weird that he brings up it as a rose ceremony like that and not like a let's have a conversation beforehand and be like, hey, I found out this was a deal breaker. Please let me know. if It's weird to have it like with both of them together, though. I don't know. I feel like I'm still missing a piece of something. And I wonder if that piece is that like Susie was his one and now he can't really continue. Just dropping a bomb. Like might as well just like see Do any of you still want to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and so then she kind of walks away after a little bit of discussion. Um, you know, she just says, like, I would have hoped that would have been your action, but I didn't want to cut your didn't want you to cut yourself short in this process if I wasn't the one. Again, things she could have said. Um, he says, had I known how important this was, I would have changed how I approached things. Um, but then, like, hmm, that's an interesting point, though, then. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like, well, then if she is the one, why are you doing this? Why are yeah. you like lead, leading the other women on? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're only going to hurt the other women more if you know she's the one. Right. Yeah. And he talks about like, yes, I do have these feelings of love. Like they're, you know, different feelings with different people. And, you know, I want to express that to them because they are important to me. Um, but I am the most in love with you. I think the first time we've seen that uttered on the show. Yeah. And the, but like, again, if that is the case, right. then he shouldn't be sleeping with the other women. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Or do you feel, I think, I don't don't know. Or am I like, am I talking out of both sides? I mean, I guess like that could be how he feels. And then, um, but what if they like didn't have chemistry and they didn't click or, you know, things went down in the famous, like, I think yeah. he was keeping his options open, but but yeah, he did go into the week. And again, they could have spliced that from other times, but it was like, I'm falling in love with Rachel and Gabby, and I may already be in love with Susie. So, and then when we see him, so uh, Susie kind of walks away. Um, Clayton talks to Jesse. So Jesse is like on site. He appears. <laughs> yeah, he just is summoned. And and Jesse says too, like, oh, I know how hard this must be for you. I know how much you were in love with her. So it could have been him saying, like, we hear that there usually is a number one pretty early on. So that's kind of what they were thinking. Then are the producers kind of trying to sabotage it? And do they want well, her to be the bachelorette? And they, they're like, no, you can't be with him. Well, it, uh, it felt like they were trying to sabotage it by having her go third. That mm-hmm. felt like blatant sabotage. Exactly. <laughs> and Maddie was third too. Uh, so Jesse doesn't really offer any, you know, just was like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You know, and then, but really in this time, Susie's getting more and more apologetic. Like she feels terrible. 
And Plane just turns it all on her. And when they come back to talk to it, it's like, talk to each other. He seems like a totally different person towards her. Says, like, you just, he's just so angry. But the things he was saying, like, you just invalidated everything we had. And if you cared that so seems much. Wild. Yeah. And if you, if I reinstilled your belief that there's good men out there, then why are you doing this? But to me, it's like, if you tell someone like, oh, like you helped me see that there are good men out, that's like a dismissal. Like that's something you say if you break up with someone like, oh, I really appreciate what we had. Like that's, you you want the other good men. You don't want him. Like she's Yeah, done. that was also like a little bit of a weird comment. True. Make. Yeah. Like it's not really a nice thing to say. Like no one really wants to hear that. Um, but he says, I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore. You dropped a bombshell on me and we're done. Like, it's like, you can't break up with me. I'm breaking up with you. Yeah. And again, I think they were both too like caught up in the moment and it would have been better if they just said, I need a, I need, I need a night. Let's come back together after we think about it. Yeah. And I think going along with what Emily said, if she's she wants to leave and he's not really like she it's her prerogative to say like this is my boundary i do not want like my feelings have changed because of this but she was trying to do it in a you know respectful way like a kind-hearted way and he just did not have any empathy towards her in that situation like didn't have any understanding towards that like yeah and well and i felt yeah and i felt like she a lot like kept saying um I totally know where you're coming from. I totally understand. I feel like bad I, about this. Yeah, I'm sorry to say like, it earlier. Yeah. Yeah. This is just where my head's at. I felt like, I felt like she was so like cool, calm and collected throughout the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, was she in shock? Do you think like, that's kind of like, it, it would be shocking I, to see him like totally turn like, Oh, it's like we had nothing. Yeah. And instead of, cause it, you would expect like more like a heartbroken reaction or, you know, like, Oh, I can't believe this. Yeah. But like it can be you can be shocked, but like, you know, yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. Um the other thing he did say in his interview was it, he started thinking, and so like that second part where his feelings were like where he his attitude totally changed was he thought that he'd been played the whole time. And that she was trying to be the bachelorette. He's like, I don't believe that now. But in that moment, he knew there are people there for the wrong reasons and hadn't suspected any of his final four. But the Sarah thing. And again, I think he really overreacted to the Sarah thing. Like, I think Sarah was into him, but he like read that situation and then applied it to everyone else and thought that's what had happened. Or Whereas that the invalidated everything like he thought that none of it was real. and um. So he felt like um, he said that comment of like, I believe everything happens for a reason. I thought you were that person. You're not that person. Bye. (laughs) So he was just like done. Like, that's where his head was at. Like, oh, I guess like she was fake. Which I guess I understand hearing it like that. Or like understanding the reaction, not that I necessarily agree with the reaction. Right. Right. Uh, And he also said something like, we did hear him say kind of to the producers, like, this is what I was afraid of. So, so then, like, did they set him up for it? So I wonder, like, the, the telling everybody how he felt or, um, yeah, I don't know. It was just really hard to watch. Um, 
And that's kind of where we where we end on. Yeah. So where do we go from here based on the I don't previews? No, I don't know where we go from here. And I don't know how to feel. And I think that's fine. I think that's like part of watching other humans on television is that like feelings are complicated. Emotions are complicated, you know, so I guess that makes sense of I don't know. I just feel like there was not a whole lot of winners tonight except Gabby. Yeah. Gabby is the winner. So um, let's dive into the rest of our audience questions, see if that will help us come up with any more takes on this. Um, Will Harrington, did Susie back out because she was hurt by Clayton or because she realized he might actually choose her and she just wanted to be the Bachelorette? Or is it a combination of the two? Because, yeah, we do see a lot of people leave at at final three. Sometimes it's the lead letting them go because they don't want to take them to the fantasy suite. But other times it is, you know, on Bachelorette seasons, it's happened a lot. Um, is just the time to duck out. Yeah, I just don't want... I, I just... I would like to try and remain in my, like my thinking of that for the most part people are here for the right reasons and they're here for love and that she wasn't ducking out just so she could be the bachelorette mm-hmm. yeah. you know like I want to have that faith still right yeah I mean she did seem genuinely so worried about him sleeping with the other two like yeah. that would be pretty good acting <laughs> um and then Will also wants to know, do y'all think the girls will unionize and collectively realize they're too good for Clayton and he ends up single? I mean, that's kind of what was happening at the Women Tell All. I feel like there's some unionizing going on. Yeah, I did think he was going to end up single. But then we heard that like end of like the preview of like this changes everything. Like, and yeah, sure. What we've been that? led on by those before. I don't know. Do you think Susie comes back? Well. That's what I thought just based on we see like Rachel and um, Gabby like turning their head and looking shocked. So is it like, does she walk back? I don't think she's like back in it. Maybe she comes back to like, hey, we didn't end on good terms. Like, I want to like have another chance to like say goodbye. Yeah. But yeah, there's a knock on the door. But based on how he was like his attitude at the women tall too. I mean, I don't know that he could let on if he was with somebody now, but we've heard Jesse say that he doesn't know how it ends. So is it like we're going to get a um, an after the final rose where there is no final rose and we see Clayton like holding a rose and he might offer it to someone that I don't know, like, can we try again kind of thing now that we've had time to and who would that be towards? It looks like he's like meeting with his parents when like no women are there (laughs) yeah so yeah um let's see alex trias so after just about the entire season of this dude being bland but somewhat neutral was the editing team actually making him look like that to protect him knowing what was to come Did they think this was going to go down as badly as as it did? I don't know. I definitely think when they cast him, they were not seeing that 
this was a potential. They were not seeing this side of him. Um, I think they wanted just like the the just bland bachelor, <laughs> the the all American guy, um, football dude, and yeah, where they. I don't think there was anything on Michelle's season to really show of him. And then on this season, you know, it wasn't like he was amazing at any point, but yeah, I don't know if they were trying to protect him or like have it be such a shock maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and Justin Feinberg, why did, Oh no, we already did that one because that was not about women till all. Christine, Nick, why do women go on the show to take the moral high ground and expect the bachelor who has other relationships to not have physical intimacy with other women. Have they never seen the show before? I mean, they have to have seen the show. I wonder if they just are like, I'm different. (laughs) Exactly. That won't happen to me. (laughs) And Justin wants to know how much is production to blame for the communication difficulties between Clayton and Susie? Susie got the first hometown date immediately following the international dates where everyone is still in fun mode and she has no not had time or opportunity to decide on and properly express her personal boundaries for fantasy suites. And then Susie got the last fantasy suite where since the last time she saw Clayton has met three other families, professed love to and shagged Rachel and Gabby and everyone has passed the point of no return. Did production intentionally set up Susie and Clayton to fail? That's true. She got the first. I totally understand where Justin is coming from with this. Mm -hmm. And I would agree in normal circumstances. There is precedent for Susie making her own time. Oh, yeah. That's true. She did the clock tower. She did the clock tower. And if this was something that she realized that was, it was very important to her, I feel like. It's just as good of a dramatic moment to get producers to be like, hey, I need to talk to Clayton about this and have that conversation and say like, hey, um, you can choose. Like, I just need you to know that this is a boundary for me. Mm-hmm. And if you can absolutely decide to go with the other two, but like, you know, to break that boundary. But as long as you're fine with me leaving. And then in that case, I will leave now because I feel like that's another dramatic moment. And mm-hmm. we already have a moment of Susie making her own time. Right. So. Yeah. The only thing I'll say to that is like, they still have to grant her the time. So if yeah, they know what so. she's going to say, they might be like, oh, no, he's not available. <laughs> so, yeah. But you still had the hometown date, too. You know, there still was yeah. a time to talk about it. Or what um, Maddie did was talk after the rose ceremony. Like, hey, can I talk to you? So then yeah, you're not really... Sure asking anyone's permission except the lead like hey let's go talk and did Susie really only ever get that one one-on-one no she got a second one-on-one she got the Vienna one remember she got like the party date or like the the pretty woman date oh yeah yeah she had two really good dates uh Brandon Weber I've seen many people saying that Susie should have told Clayton about the ultimatum prior to the other dates why, though, can it be Susie's prerogative to have boundaries for her future husband that she wants him to live up to, regardless of whether she has to tell him beforehand? I don't think every lead sleeps with all three at Fantasy Suites. It doesn't mean she thinks Clayton is a terrible human being, just that he did stuff with other girls a week prior to potential engagement, and she wasn't comfortable sticking around anymore. I did not like Clayton's response at all. 
I also didn't like Clayton's response. No. And it's absolutely her prerogative to have boundaries for her future husband. Mm -hmm. But those boundaries do not line up with what this show is. And if she doesn't feel like her boundaries line up with what that sh- the show is, totally fine. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, and, and yeah, no, the lead doesn't always sleep with every person. Right. But it's possible they sleep with one, at least one other person. I feel like more often than not, they sleep with two people, at least two people. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. As mm-hmm. long as everybody's going into it, being fine with that situation. And it's understandable if you're not. But then you need to, like, cut and run once you realize what is happening. Right. So do you think that's fair? Or do you, like... Yeah, I think um, his response was terrible. I think regardless of whether she should have said something before or not, um, the way he was trying to turn it around on her and make it seem like he was the one, you know, being... It it should have just told him that, like, okay, this wasn't, like, we're not quite a match, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, instead of trying to turn it around. And, but, yeah, it's absolutely her decision whenever she decides that. And if that's her, if she wants that kind of um, reading her mind, it may be in her mind, it's not reading her mind. It's just that whoever she is with has that same view on, you know intimacy that but how do just... you know without talking about it exactly yeah still have to find out like what his view on it is yeah he could be like I, oh i was planning on being a swinger <laughs> right 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 like i'm into open relationships or yeah. something yeah uh erica kirby i usually watch this with half an eye and it all washes over me but this time i can't uh, hold back. Clayton thinks it's okay to sleep with all three women and then blame one of them for objecting. She's trying to explain and he is just blaming her. On a positive note, how beautiful is Iceland? This has just become the number one place for me to visit on our next holiday and I'm in Australia. This is on the other side of the world. Truly, I have never once considered what a flight path <laughs> no. from Australia to Iceland would be. I know. <laughs> I mean, Australia is like, that's number one on my list. If I can ever get there. Me too. Let's go together. Yeah. Have a bachelorette trip to Australia. Um, yeah. You know what? I, yeah, I get where you were coming from in this. Um, I, I feel like I have more issue with the leading on of the relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we'll see that play out next week. Because I think, and whether or not this is everyone's view, sex can be separated from love. Mm-hmm. I feel like saying I love you to somebody <laughs> is almost more intimate. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't want people to be mad at me listening to this episode because I don't I don't really think it's I don't think it's the right choice to sleep with three women who are all like definitely falling in love with you and hoping that you, you pick them in the end. Mm-hmm. It's the, yeah. It's you can't. Yeah. It's the leading on that's very. 
Yeah, I don't think it's fair to, stomach. to blame one of them for objecting. No, definitely not. I think it's absolutely within their rights to be like, oh, you know what? I didn't realize how this would feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can change their mind at any time. Yeah, so. you can absolutely change your mind at any point. Uh, Damien Roberts, I feel like this is the most times the word sex has actually been used as opposed to the word intimate. Do we appreciate this? Um, as your local neighborhood prude? <laughs> no. But I can see for the clarity. Value. Yeah, I like the clarity of it. <laughs> yeah, for clarity. That's, it's the confirmed coitus. Yes. <laughs> so it makes it easy for George CTV to give us those points. <laughs> Speaking of, that was the last question. So let me pull up those um, draft results. As I'm doing that, Haley, where can people email us if they have a long form question or they're not in the patron group to be able to post on the thread you can email us at uh, bachelorwrapup at gmail.com also if you're looking to fly from Sydney to Reykjavik expect a layover in Los Angeles and also one in Newark oh wow <laughs> or um, Singapore and Helsinki I choose that one <laughs> yeah Singapore London Singapore Munich Singapore oh, yeah. Frankfurt Hong Kong Helsinki LAX and Newark that's not very exciting <laughs> no no thank you Oh, here's one, Amy. Uh, L.A. and Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, all right. I can just that flight is direct flight from here. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I took Iceland Air a couple times, but never did the like the layover. Stop-over? Layover, yeah, yeah. Sadly. All right. I don't know if I was just in tune with something, but three minutes ago, George tweeted these results. So, oh, good. I'm glad. Usually we're finished up by this time. I know, and usually, like, I do the draft before the question, so I must have just just known. So, George says, Amy remains in the lead with 260, and Rachel left on her team. Haley closes the gap with 247, and Gabby, thanks to a strong bonus point week. Combined, they predicted all five women tell all hot seats. Nicely done. Right. I didn't even... And the listeners have let's see 135 it looks like so sorry listeners a far back there but did george have any bonus questions for us for the finale he didn't this week okay no he didn't but george email them to us and we can uh i'll i'll text them to amy and we'll do the answers and stuff oh, I always look forward to those, but follow at george ctv on twitter to see the full draft breakdown and Haley what do you have going on this week that people can check out uh, first of all I do have some takes from Doug oh of course Doug how can I forget everyone was so excited about having Doug join us it was very exciting uh, so he says I realize that exploring intimacy with someone before entering an engagement is important but wow I'm not sure we've seen many worse looks on the show than an irate washed up football player gaslighting a woman into res- in response to her <laughs> questioning how he could be in love with her after nailing two other women on International Women's Day. In light of this, I would be most satisfied if Clayton ended up with Shanae. Now, here <laughs> I think Doug makes an excellent point of I, I think that adds a lot of clarity as to why Susie is so upset. It's like, how could you be in love with me after doing that? Which I think that mm. is very valid. Right. Like, if you knew you're the most in love with me, <laughs> before all this then why are you making that choice absolutely mm-hmm. that is 
it's incredibly valid um if Rachel's dad is in the mafia and having seen the previews we have seen, are you concerned for Clayton's safety? Should he ever re- return to central Florida? <laughs> Possibly. What was a bigger producer F you making Gabby stand alone in very cold weather in the middle of nowhere or making Susie descend a spiral staircase to illustrate that she was spiraling. <laughs> yeah, that was very literal. <laughs> um would you rather go spit plunking with someone as dumb as clayton involved in holding the ropes that keep you alive or having to listen to someone as brainless as clayton giving an aggressive talk about moral philosophy Hmm. i don't know something is telling me that doug is not a fan of clayton uh (laughs) he says that's all this guy is such a loser please make this season be over oof (laughs) Um, yeah. but what else do I have going on uh, Top Chef podcast is back join hey. me Latanya and Kurt Clark as we we talk about Top Chef a show that doesn't make me want to bash my head against the wall <laughs> as much as I love you very much Amy and I love the people who listen to this of course yes it's been only 10 months yes oh my gosh okay I have to tell you another I feel like I, I feel like I mention Ethan a lot on these podcasts and I'm sorry listeners if it's annoying I'm really sorry anyway <laughs> so we were out for our uh, nightly walk tonight and um, Ethan was like, so do you know what happens on the episode? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, does he pick anyone? I'm like, this isn't the finale. And he lost his mind. Oh. I was like, what do you mean it's not the finale? It's the finale. It's what? Two night what? It was- <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's the finale. I'm like, no. The finale is next week. He's like, no, it's not. I'm like, and there's two episodes next week, too. He's like, no, like, ha- <laughs> no, it's not possible. Tonight's the finale. I was like, no. <laughs> it's not. I thought you were going to say that he <laughs> had read the spoilers again and was like he got oh, sucked into the spoiler world and was going to like oh, accidentally spill it. Yeah. But apparently you can't spoil this one. Because it hasn't finished yet. Yeah. Even Peter Weber was saying that about his season. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be something really, really uh, circular and strange like that. That finale. Who do you predict will be like a random in the audience on the live finale? Like how Kelly Flanagan was on Peter's. Oh my God. Kira. <laughs> yeah, Kira will be back. Yeah, there. What's going on? They set it all up and he's with this person we don't remember at all. Yeah. Yeah. I just want the takeaways from this episode of The Bachelor Hop Up. And I hope nobody's mad at me. You, do you think people are going to be mad at me? I don't think so. Okay. Like, we're, we're not I just Clayton. Yeah, I just I think the takeaway is to be nice to people and don't leave them on and also communicate what you want because nobody can read your mind. And that's very important in every relationship, romantic, Mm -hmm. non-romantic, work relationships, friendships, like, you know, your family, just nobody reads your mind. So you have to you have to properly communicate what you want just across the board. Right. Uh, Yeah, you can't get upset about someone else's feelings yeah. <laughs> even if you didn't if they didn't communicate it yeah yes all right well you can find me on twitter at rhap recapper and Haley. we just have two more episodes we can do season. we will find out and then finally. we can watch survivor live we haven't been able to do that in a long I time i know that's true we're we missed the premiere did you watch any yeah. of it no okay. no i had to finish this episode <laughs> 
<laughs> last night I just I could not I could not start the episode I just couldn't bring myself to do it yeah I mean maybe I don't know it was I wasn't quite ready for Survivor maybe it is because of all the Bachelor we've been watching yeah. I'm like I can't just jump into a new show <laughs> I know I kind of felt like that too honestly yeah. I was like it's here already right <laughs> Whereas everyone else has probably been like, when, like, when will it come back? I know I haven't, I haven't listened to like a single draft or anything. No. I don't even know like who's on this season. Nope. Um, although you Same. should listen to everything at robhasapodcast.com. dot com. Nope, robhasawebsite dot com. I think it redirects there if you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Try that out. <laughs> I need to go it to It just bed, makes man. sense. Okay. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.